Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Big news as we start off the show. Big 10 back as we basically ended the show with yesterday. Pac-12 maybe about to be back. Mountain West maybe about to be back. Everybody playing college football and a big reason why the President of the United States and the White House all got behind the idea a month ago that college football needed to happen. They have been working zealously behind the scenes along with a lot of other people in those conferences to try to put everything in order so that all college football can be played. Well, at 8 a.m. Eastern, at 5 a.m. Pacific, final hour of the program, President of the United States is going to join us here live on the radio program on OutKick. So we got a loaded show for you. Uh, That is what you can look forward to if you are just starting off your morning. We will be talking with the President about the return of the Big Ten and maybe the return of the Pac-12, and the return of the Mountain West. Everybody now scrambling to get in line to be able to challenge uh, the the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 for a national championship. Now, this is big news. The Corona Bros are curled up in the fetal position, whimpering right now, because it's possible that the only sport they are going to be able to cancel is in basically the entirety of America, is the MAC. And I feel bad for the MAC out there uh, because they never should have canceled either, but it's legitimately possible that in major college football, the only conference in the country that is going to end up not playing is the MAC. 
And that is, for the Corona Bros, a huge loss. And you saw them, by the way, losing their minds on social media yesterday when the Big Ten announced that they were going to come back. And it's really amazing how crazy some of these people are. Christine Brennan at USA Today said this was the darkest day in the history of the Big Ten Conference. Evidently, she forgot about Jerry Sandusky and Larry Nasser and all of the hundreds of people who were sexually assaulted, allegedly, in, in the Big Ten Conference. And she's considering it to be the darkest day that we're going to allow college kids to make a decision about whether or not they play sports in the fall. It's crazy. It's absolute insanity. But let me bring in the crew. We are super excited, assuming that our phones work and we manage to handle the technology again, that the President of the United States is going to be on with us at uh, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific. We can find out whether or not, once and for all, if you listen to the President of the United States last month on the show, Danny G. Chain claims that the President told him he deserved a raise, uh, and uh, now the President is going to be back with us. Danny G., do you think our uh, technology will hold up for it? <laughs> Harold is not going to be happy this Harold morning. Harold in Hollywood. Do we have Harold's uh, call yesterday? Harold was really upset that we had the president on uh, and yesterday. He called in just to, to ream us for the decision to have the president on. That's a long call, but I'll, I'll uh, put together a little clip of Harold, and we'll play that coming back in the next segment. Uh, yeah, that was the first thought I had. It was, oh, boy. Another test for the technology. <laughs> Another test for the technology and – Number 45 can back up what our conversation was off the air. By the way, how about the president going two for two, potentially? I don't want to jinx it, but two for two, theoretically, calling us at 8 a.m. And, like, Joel Klatt can't wake up to make the show, but the president is flawless. (laughs) And Joel missed us last week, and Chris Mannix missed us yesterday. The president is more reliable than some of our sports guests. And here on the West Coast, we are hoping that we will get to see some USC football. So that's the next thing on the agenda. Yeah, for people who didn't hear this, I mean, we, we've been talking a lot about the Big Ten. The Pac-12 players finally started to stand up and say we want to play. And Governor uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom said, hey, there's nothing stopping you from being able to play. And last night, uh, I tweeted this out, and it was kind of late, like maybe 11 o'clock Eastern that I tweeted it out, so I should read uh, that headline that uh, that that was being reported last night regarding the Pac-12 potentially being able to play. This is from John Wilner uh, at Wilner Hotline on Twitter. Breaking USC and UCLA athletic directors join forces, get approval needed from LA County to begin practicing once Pac-12 signs off on return to play. This is big for a Halloween restart, folks. So really... The Pac-12 is potentially going to end up mirroring the Big Ten in terms of when they return to play with an idea that they could play hopefully seven or eight games as well as a Big uh, Pac-12 title game on the same date as uh, as the Big Ten and the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 are playing their title games. And the idea would be that the Pac-12 would at least be in the mix potentially to be considered for a spot in the playoff. The other news that I tweeted out last night, this is according to Brett McMurphy, Mountain West, quote, aggressively exploring options to play in an eight-game fall season, which would culminate with a December 19th Mountain West title game. 
uh, sources told him. This would allow league to be eligible for the New Year's Six Bowls. Not all schools might play with Hawaii, Fresno, and Air Force, the biggest unknowns for a full season. But again, that would leave only the MAC as a major power five, you know, major FBS conference that is not playing, which is pretty remarkable when you consider the last time we talked to the President of the United States, he came on before the Big Ten and the Pac-12 had canceled and said it would be a tragic mistake if college football decided to cancel their season. It's possible that the only conference that is going to end up canceled in college athletics this fall is the MAC. I mean, that's a pretty amazing trajectory, isn't it, Dub? Yeah, there's no doubt, and it's great news. I mean, I'm sorry, Mac. Everyone loves their Tuesday night action later yes, on in the season. Especially but, if you are a gambler. It is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that's the awesome thing about a normal football season. Towards the end, you get football literally Monday through Monday, every single night. But obviously this year's a little bit different, and we'll sacrifice the Mac. But the Pac-12 potentially coming back, the Big Ten on its way back. Every single Power 5 conference is going to be back in college football is going to be completely back other than the Mac. How confident, Dub, are you in our technology for the president? Well, what the only thing that's worrying me is that you've been singing our technology's praises I know. over the it, past I, couple I, I of feel days. like I might have jinxed this yeah. because we haven't had real – well, I, I should take that back. We've had all – audio guy has been in, uh, in, in, in just total terror because – uh, on my uh, on my device at home in my home studio, we had to get I don't even know how this works, but we had to get a new mixer put in. And now the audio is flawless again, but we had a lot of like uh, buzzing in the background and stuff like that for a couple of days at the end of last week and on Monday of this week. So that is actually one flaw that we did have that I think we've got fixed. but uh, but yeah, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of the new mixer, I think, I mean, you maybe sound a little too clean for yeah. most People are listeners like, this of the doesn't show. sound like the show. It's way too flawless. It sounds great. Yeah, so good for the new mixture. It's doing its job. Let's just hope the phones do their part today because it is a big day indeed. Do you, do you believe that the president said last time that Danny G uh, needed a raise? I do believe. I mean, Danny G told me and Roberto and Eddie about this. You know, I, I feel like Danny G wouldn't lie to his crew like that. I mean, I, why— we're going to ask the president today, so we're going to know once and for all if that was really the case. Yeah, there's no doubt. What about you, uh, Eddie? Do you have faith? Well, first of all, you are a uh, you're a big college football fan. So, how wild is how quickly all of this has suddenly pivoted in the opposite direction? The Big Ten announces yesterday morning, basically right after we went off the air officially, that they're coming back. I told you uh, if you listen to this program that that was going to happen for probably 10 days or so before it was officially announced, but it's awesome news. We've been fighting hard for the Big Ten to return, but boom, the Big Ten announces yesterday morning they're coming back. The Pac-12 basically by the end of the day yesterday was fighting hard to suddenly come back, and now the Mountain West too. It's kind of amazing to see. No, don't doubt about it, and, and, and very pleasant news. I mean, as a college football fan, this is uh, exciting, but it just it also – kind of angers me in that why did why did it even come to this i yeah. never understood why they made the decision so soon you was, would think you would wait till the 11th hour to call it off if you had to but but why what's what's the i guess it was just because they wanted the praise and to show everyone that they were uh you know they cared more right exactly so it, it was it was a horrible move on their part it's great to see i hope all the conferences come back and as far as the president goes 
Uh, yeah, I don't want to do say anything to jinx it as well. I'm, I'm just hoping everything works out all right. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. So 8 a.m., if you're just waking up, 8 a.m. Eastern, I'm going to keep obviously teasing the fact. Mm-hmm. By the way, we we have other guests too. Uh, next segment, we're going to talk with Frank Isola, and, uh, and Jeff Schwartz is coming on an hour too. And I had to bump Dr. Chow, uh, who usually joins us on Thursday. So I had to text him, and I was like, hey, man, uh, yeah, you're getting bumped for the president of the United States. And he was like, okay, I, I see that. I understand uh, that, that that would happen on the uh, on the flow chart of guests. If the president uh, is going to come on, then then I've got to relinquish my ability to uh, to, to come in my usual spot on, on Thursdays. I would so, love to be able to say I was once bumped for the president. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad situation to be in. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so what about you, Roberto? How confident are you in our tech? Uh, you're sounding great. Uh, I, I have faith everything will go well. And uh, when it comes to college football, man, uh, I'm not looking forward to, to watch UCLA. I'll probably go two and four or, or one and five, whatever it be. I mean, I was a huge UCLA football fan in the uh, early 90s, mid-90s, and UCLA is just – they ruined college football for me, I want to tell you, Clay. Yeah, way to be a negative. Way to be a negative right now. Uh, all right, by the way, yesterday oh, – another question. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the audio for the president, uh, are we going to allow ESPN to uh, get some yeah, of these you highlights? Know what's going to happen? It's a great point. Like I was talking with a couple of buddies last night. I went out to dinner, uh, and you know, privately, I was talking with them, and I was saying, "Hey, the president's going to come on the show tomorrow." And one of my buddies was like, "You know what's going to happen, right? Like ESPN is going to steal your audio again. They're not going to yep. credit your show. CNN is going to steal your audio again. They're not going to credit your show." I mean, these lying loser scoundrels uh, at ESPN and CNN, like I'm calling them out in advance so all of you will know it. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to take our interview and they are not going to credit our show. They're not going to credit me. Remember, CNN actually went through the problem of actually blocking out my name and cutting, they called me a host. Uh, They wouldn't even mention the, the show. They didn't even mention Fox Sports Radio. So, yeah, I know already exactly what's going to happen. You know what? We knew it was going to happen last time, and we said, hey, if you're going to use our audio, you have to credit Clay Travis and outkick the coverage. That doesn't seem like a monstrous thing to have to accomplish, and yet they weren't uh, they weren't willing to do it. So I already know what they're going to do. But you know what? There are, and this is not going to shock anybody out there listening to me right now, one reason why we are being have become so wildly successful is, is because there are so many dishonest liars in my business, in the media. And you may not like me, you might even hate me, but I sit down for three hours every single day and I am 100% honest with everybody listening. And I think you guys appreciate that. And it also exposes, when you compare this show to other shows, how much artificial uh, dishonesty there is actually out there in the media. So yes, we're going we're gonna to have that exploited. By the way, Danny G, did you put together a mix so we could, if you missed the end of the show yesterday, we were talking about the best way possible to uh, to have the most inclusive pregame in the NFL imaginable so that we could unite all the races, so that we could unite everyone in a song. If, you're not, if you haven't been paying attention, they played uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing Now, uh, which is the, uh, the, the black national anthem, according to some people, as well as the United States national anthem. And by the way, let me say this, NBA ratings... By the way, for the Eastern Conference Finals, may well have hit an all-time low with the Celtics and the Heat. People are tuning out on the NBA like has never happened 
in any of our lives over this ridiculous woke business that the NBA has embraced. So, but do we have our uh, new OutKick National Anthem, which is designed to be the most inclusive ballad in the history of all time? Yes, sir. Came in an hour early, and I have it ready right here. Should we play it to start? Should we play it right now? When would you suggest that we debut the new OutKick inclusive anthem? Should we do it right now? Well, they always have taught us to do professional radio teases to keep people onto the other side. Yeah, okay. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to play the OutKick anthem, which is the most diverse and inclusive and welcoming song in the history of mankind. If you haven't heard it, we have the white, the black, the Asian, and the Hispanic national anthems, popular songs that we have rolled together that I am humbly suggesting and offering to Roger Goodell and the NFL as the perfect solution for how to ensure that everyone stands for the national anthem and feels welcomed. We might also, by the way, my wife, after the show ended yesterday, she said, you know what? There's no women involved, uh, so there may be a flaw here. And she also said, "There's no you haven't uh, nodded to the uh, gay community. Uh So we may need to consider uh, what would be the gay national anthem to be even more inclusive than we already are. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be All right, the debut. We've been teasing it for the whole first hour. Frank Isola is listening right now. He's going to decide, is he going to stand? Is he going to kneel? Is he going to stay in the locker room? The most inclusive national anthem, my humble gift to Roger Goodell and the NFL. We have rolled together the Asian, the black, the white, the Hispanic national anthems together into one beautiful medley. Here you go. Yep, that's right. From white to brown to black to Asian, OutKick unites the nation. Guys, ready? Let's go. Touching me, touching you. Sweet All right, there we have it. Big decision for Frank Isola. The white national anthem, Sweet Caroline. The Hispanic national anthem, War Lowrider. The black national anthem, Apple Bottom Jeans by Flo Rida. The Asian national anthem, Gangnam Style. Are you standing, staying in the locker room, or <laughs> kneeling Frank Isola for the most inclusive anthem ever? I, I think I'm going to be on the field for that one. I did laugh when uh, the first one was Neil Diamond. I said... <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of, kind of is that like is the, the white, white national, national anthem. anthem. That is the white <laughs> national. Uh, we got to go to break. Frank Isola is standing. Uh, open phone lines eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Joined now by Jeff Schwartz, former NFL offensive lineman for eight years. 
Jeff, have you heard our most inclusive national anthem? I'm trying to make sure that I can help the NFL get over their anthem controversy once and for all. Somebody's kneeling for that or they're staying in the locker room, and I'll tell you, they're a damn liar. Uh, I thought Danny, Danny went back to his DJ days. Huh? Da- DJ um, Danny G put together the mix. I mean, that's the most inclusive national anthem imaginable. Now, I do think my wife pointed out that maybe we need to have the gay national anthem, so I don't know if we need to add, like, YMCA to the end of that, or I I don't know what the gay national anthem is right now. Maybe it's, like, Barbie World, or uh, I'm not an expert on, uh, you know, Material Girl by Madonna, Cher, something by Cher. I'm not sure, but maybe we need to open up phone lines only to gay people and let them tell us what the gay national anthem is. But maybe we need that to be completely inclusive, but we're getting close. That was an incredible mix. Um... The Sweet Caroline. (laughs) Have you ever known a white person who, if Sweet Caroline comes on a bar, doesn't raise their hand and try to pretend like they're playing the cymbals there? Like, boom, boom, boom. All do. It reminds me of, like, college. Like, like, that was, like, the last call. I mean, every bar is, like, the last call song. Yes. Um, And just, like, and and here for the Panthers, um, after, like, after the games are over, they, they used to play Sweet Caroline, I think. I don't remember. Uh, uh, we didn't. We, it's been a long time since I played here. Uh, I think they played that after games too. So it's just like it's just that song brought me back a little bit. That was good. Uh, all right. So what did you learn, if anything, that surprised you from Week One on the field in the NFL? Um, I thought the, the gameplay was better than I expected. I thought that um, the, the players did a really good job of. Uh, I know look, the tackling was sloppy, sure at times, but. Um, I thought it was it was relatively clean. Look, it was very clear the referees were told like, "Hey, let's try to limit penalties. Let's let let's make sure the game moves and flows pretty well." And I, I just thought it went off pretty well. Look, the, the, the good teams are good, right? Ravens, Chiefs, Saints. Um, the bad teams are going to be bad, which is expected. I just thought it was it was better than I expected the product. I expected the you know BYU Navy, right? Like one team looked totally unprepared. And one team looked really, really good. And we just didn't see that. And maybe because they all had uniform practice times. And, uh, and you know, in the end, they're professionals. And they understand the, the importance of playing well and preparing well. And I was impressed. It, was, uh, it, was, it went off without a hitch. And I credit, you know, the NFL and the players and coaches and personnel, too, for, for you know, keeping uh, healthy and, and playing football. I mean, it was fantastic. Just from Thursday to Monday night, I didn't follow anything but football, right? There were no, I, there was no politics really in my timeline on Twitter. There was, I didn't have to talk about anything else. Uh, you know, the NBA had a, had a game six, like Sunday in the middle of the day. I had no idea that that, that, that happened. Um, it just was football. It was fantastic. Um, you mentioned the lack of, uh, of calls being made from a holding perspective as an offensive lineman. First of all, I'm sure you love that being a change. But secondly, how does that change the game going forward? The stat, by the way, NFL holding penalties, lowest week one total in over 20 years. Holding calls were down 78% from 2019, 58% from the average of the last five season opening weekends. Does that continue or is it seismic shift? Like as a lineman, how does that change the way you play? Well, I mean, it changes the way I play, but I definitely think that they're going to they're gonna ease those back in. Last year, there was a big emphasis on holding to start the season. And I think we see this year the emphasis, and there always are points of emphasis, are, uh, are, are offensive pass interference, right? I mean, I think it was very clear in week one. They're going to call that um, as much as, as they can. And I, I would say this, you know, for, for officiating, 
I said this last year. I think it's true. Like, you got to get rid of points of emphasis. You just have to let the let the let the referees call what they see. And yeah, if you want to tell them, hey, back off with some holdings, make sure that that the game goes smoothly. Good, good. That that that's a good change. But the idea of like look for offensive pi, I don't like that. Um, but I don't think it changes the game very much. I think it'll ease themselves back into calling holdings. I mean, I, you know, you'll get enough coaches to complain about it. Um, and now that it made news the way it did, the NFL might be like, hey guys, you know, we call a few more this week. Um, but it made sense without it, without a, a long training camp, without pre- there's, there's, there's going to be sloppy technique. Do you want to have games where you have seven holding penalties? Absolutely not. Right. That's not what you want for your product. Not what you want for your fans. And so it made sense to limit those. I think they'll ease them back in as we go. Would you rather buy stock right now in Joe Burrow, who's only played one game or in Baker Mayfield, who's entering his third yeah. year? They're playing uh, tonight, obviously for everybody out yeah. there. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Um, you know, I thought he looked really good for his first game without a training camp. And look, and you could say the same thing about, about Baker Mayfield, you know, his first year in the NFL, but I just feel like there's this, there's this, uh, this, this like attitude about Joe Burrow that I really like, right? Like he's, you, you know, he thinks he's good, but he doesn't really come off that way, right? Like he doesn't come off as someone who is like uber cocky and, and has a, has a, a great ego. And he's the opposite but, of know, Baker. Well, yes. But we know that the star quarterbacks, you have to have that, right? Like I would feel odd if a star quarterback had no ego. Like, like that's ridiculous. Of course you have an ego, but you can carry yourself in a way where you're still confident but not overly cocky about it. I think Baker Mayfield went about the wrong way. He got overly cocky about his success, and I don't think Burrow is there yet. Burrow's playing with a really bad offensive line um, in a historically um, you know, kind of crappy city for football that hasn't won a lot, and, and especially in, in recent years since Marvin Lewis left. And I just – I think he's, he's the real deal. And we'll see. Look, obviously, as we go, they, they play tonight. The Browns have a good defense. Um, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I think the, the, the Bengals cover tonight. I, I look at the line. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the Bengals. Uh, they're out two defensive tackles. Um, I think the, the, the Browns, whatever the, 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 the prop is for Chubb rushing yards, would be a really good bet tonight because the, the Bengals are out those two tackles. Can you uh, come back, and, by the way, to, for a couple more minutes? I want to ask yes. you about the Pac-12 potentially coming back. Oh, yes, yes. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's always fun to say, joined now by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. President Trump, appreciate you joining us. You going to be watching the U.S. Open at all? Have you played winged foot before? I, uh, I'm actually a member of winged foot. Well, I, that's I've a pretty good deal. many times. It's a great place. Great uh, course and a great place. What do you think? Will the score of the winner at the U.S. Open, given how challenging those conditions are, last time it was plus five, do you think someone will go under par or do you think I it'll be think an over so, par? I think so because the players are so good and they're so deep. So you would think so. It was one of the higher scores. I guess that's right. It was plus five, which you don't see anymore. So let's see. I mean, between the players and technology and everything else, but Wingfoot's great and the rough is very tough looking. If they hit the fairway, they'll be okay. If they don't, they're going to be in big trouble. But uh, it's going to be a great open. What's the best score you ever had in a round? You're a member there. What's the best you've ever done? At Wingfoot, I'd say low 70s, quite a bit. Low 70s would be what I uh, – I've been a member there a long time. And I could I could get it I could do pretty well, but uh, it's uh, but it is just a great it's a great place it's a wonderful place I've I've enjoyed it for a long time. You've played with a lot of the top golfers in the world, many of whom will be playing at Winged Foot. 
What's one of the most fun rounds you've had with a Tiger Woods or a Rory McIlroy? And what's that experience like getting to play with a top golfer as a president? Well, the experience is terrible because you realize how bad you are. You know, there, <laughs> there is a big difference. I mean, you can be a good golfer, and when you play with these top people, even anybody on tour, I always say if there's anybody on tour, even somebody that you've never, never heard of, I have a little expression, you know, on the first tee, always take the tour player, always, because they're really good and uh, they're, they're better. You know, it's very hard to get on tour. It's very hard to stay on tour. So if you have the option... Always take Clay, the tour player. You'll very rarely do badly. I found that over the years. You've played a lot of golf over the years. But, you know, I, I'm not very good. I'm an awful golfer. But every now and then you have a good round going and somebody sees right. you and, like, they pull you up and they say, hey, you can play through. And, you know, you get nervous because you're like, if you get called up to get played through, you don't want to shank one. You don't want to hit a bad shot. When right. you're playing with the Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy, even as often as you have played, do you get nervous in the tee box teeing off with them? Yeah, I think a little bit, but you know, you're always a little bit nervous when you're in something. It depends. I think the most nervous you get in golf is when you play in the club championships. That's our major, okay? Yes. Club, you know, without strokes or anything. When you're playing in a club championship, to me, I think that's the most. I have friends that are very, very good golfers, scratch players, and they almost can't play in a club championship. They don't play well, and and uh, they just can't do it. It's the pressure, and. I have I've, I've had a lot of a lot of friends that just can't do it. I think that's our that's our major, right? And yes. That's like a big deal. But you certainly get a little nervous. I play with Tiger a lot, actually. He's a great guy, really a great guy. And uh, it was amazing that he won the Masters so recently. And and you know, was, to me, it was one of the great achievements. But he's he's a wonderful person, actually. People don't know him. Uh, they're all good. You know, it's interesting. When I play with golfers, I find them all to be very high quality. It's I very rarely play with a tour player or something that that you don't like. I just find them to be very nicely. Now, nice. Now, uh, you know, they're playing with the president, so perhaps they're on good behavior. I don't know. <laughs> but I've but this was before I became president. I just find golfers to be a very high quality group of people you ever I've played a few pro-ams and you know they announce your name and you come right. up and you take a practice swing and there's people lined up and I always think I just don't want to kill someone you know by shanking one with people lined up really close to you you ever hit somebody and have to sign a uh, a, a golf you know like uh, they, they always sign the golf uh, gloves you know if you hit somebody down there you ever had a bad pro-am experience no I've had bad experiences but not hitting people <laughs> I've had bad because I'll play badly or something yes but uh, not for hitting people Pro-ams are okay because usually you have three or four amateurs and the pro, and there's always somebody to lift you up, right, if you're not playing well. But uh, but pro-ams are great. They're a lot of fun. But no, Gerald Ford was famous for hitting yes. people, right? That's right. He That's was, exactly right. I don't right. know what happened. He would always, every time he played, he, he had a... Uh, he had a propensity for saying to do. He's actually a good athlete. I don't know if he was a good golfer, but he was a very good athlete. But he had a tendency to do that. It's an easy transition there because Gerald Ford was a huge University of Michigan fan. Like he would right. have them play uh, Hell to the Victors, I think, instead of Hell to the Chief a lot of times yeah, right. uh, when he would walk around because he was such a big Wolverine fan. Uh, right. You have been instrumental and your administration has been instrumental in helping to get Big Ten football back. Tell me uh -huh. about your call with Karen, uh, Kevin Warren, what the experience was like to help to make what became yesterday a reality. All these kids, all these schools, all these athletes, not just football, a lot of people not talking about it, but fall sports in the Big Ten back and able to now play. 
how proud of you are uh, of, of that accomplishment and what went into it. Well, I'm really proud of it because it was dead. It was totally dead. And I told my people, look, we got a call. I say, who am I going to call? Who's the head of it? And it was Kevin Warren, who, who really turned out to be very open about it. And I said, Kevin, look, we'll help you with testing. We'll help you. We'll get you everything that you need. But you got to get it back for those states. Those states want it. They're real football states, as you can understand. And, you know, great teams. And very unfair to players. It may be their last chance to show their you know, their skills to the NFL, and so they wouldn't get that. And uh, I'll tell you, a group of people came together so fast once we started it because they, they sort of gave up, although I, I will tell you who didn't give up. The parents didn't give up and the players didn't give up. They just wanted to play, and enough with this stuff. And I called Kevin. He was open to it. We started talking real fast and hard, and uh, they ended up, it culminated in getting it done. And we, we, I have somebody, Tim Pataki, who did a really fantastic job, a young guy who works at the White House. He did a great job. He really did that full time. Now we're going to work on Pac-12. I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't be. Now they're the only ones or just about, and they should be playing. Now, maybe you can't. I don't know. I mean, maybe you can't at this point. It's getting a little bit late, but they should be playing football. It's ridiculous. Uh, they may have a problem with their venues, who knows, you know, and some of them have a problem with governors. The governors had to come together, and we had some governors that are Democrats, and it uh, wasn't easy, but we got it, we got it done, and uh, you've got, you're going to have some great football, Big Ten football, it's, it's really terrific. We're talking to the President of the United States, uh, Donald Trump, and I know, uh, based on my background, uh, interacting with him, Tim Pataki did an incredible job, who you just gave right. a shout out, he's an Ohio State grad. Over 300 calls, because some people out there, you know how it goes, and the media are going to say, oh, the White House had nothing to do with this. They had no impact. You guys were very helpful and impactful in making this a reality. I know that personally, but certainly the evidence reflects how hard Tim Pataki worked and other members of your administration. And I understand now there has been contact between the White House and the Pac-12 to also offer the same amount of help if the Pac-12 needs any assistance in order to be able to play this fall. Well, they, I can tell you, Big Ten just needed some confidence in it and some backing, but we really were given a lot of backing. No, without us, I'm not saying this for any reason. It, it was a terrible thing. You know, we did it. We absolutely did it. If we didn't get involved, you wouldn't even be talking about uh, Big Ten right now. You, they had no chance of playing. They weren't going to play. And as soon as we did it for political reasons, a couple of people said, oh, they had nothing to do with it. They had nothing to do and I'll tell you when I don't have something to do. Sometimes I get credit for something I shouldn't, in all fairness. That's okay, too. I'll take it. But in this case, uh, we, we, I mean, Tim and his whole group and, and me made a lot of calls to a lot of people to get this thing done. And it's sort of sad when you do something and then you have a Democrat or, or you know, opponent saying, well, they had nothing to do. And they know it's not true. We got it going. We got it started. We were able to show them the different testings and they they knew a lot about the testing anyway but they just decided to go closed and it was just not a good decision and uh, and Kevin Warren did a fantastic job by the way gave him a lot of credit he got out and he just they just did a big reversal and it's hard to do a reversal you know you make a decision and now you have to say the decision we're going to change so it's hard, it's really a hard thing to do but uh, Kevin was fantastic and some of the people we worked with were great but no, we got that one open, and we're going to try and we're going to see what we can do. I hear there's a little flexibility at Pac-12, so I don't want to get people's hopes up too high, but there's a little bit of flexibility there. We'll see if we can do it. 
Uh, when you look at uh, the decisions that are being made in general, like Joe Biden ran television advertisements blaming you, I think it was in Mis- Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, and Pennsylvania for there not being Big Ten football. Do you think that he will apologize now that you've helped to make Big Ten football a reality, maybe start running ads praising you? Well, they did worse ads. They did wor- ads that I said horrible things about uh, soldiers yeah. who had died. And uh, that turned out to be a totally false story. It was made up. It's called disinformation, if you know what that is in the sports world. They made up a lie, and they went with it. It's a disgusting. That was worse. But, you know, with... Uh, and that was a, just a terrible thing to do. That's a real, these are real low lives. That's why I take off the gloves. Because, you know, Joe is not equipped, be, mentally equipped to be president. That I can tell you right now. He wasn't 25 years ago. But, you know, I figure I can take the gloves off because when they did that. But they also did it in football. I, I hear somebody said, gee, it's too bad about football. I thought you liked football. I said, sure, I do. Why? They're taking ads in very important states. You know, when, you, when you're talking about the states you mentioned, they're very important states. Big, powerful swing states. And uh, he's taking ads that it's your fault that that Big Ten isn't opened. I said, you got to be kidding. And I put very light pressure on Big Ten even before I started this heavy pressure stuff. And I said, you got to be kidding. I got a hold of the ad. And I said, what a lie. It's just a lie. And they knew it was a lie. They made it up. They make up stories. The worst campaign, most dishonest campaign I've ever seen. And the ballot sending, where do you see that, these unsolicited ballots? Where do you see the mess that they want? They want it to be a mess. It's the only way they're going to win. It's the only way they can win is to cheat, in my opinion. So uh, that, sound, that sounds, uh, see, football's a much nicer, a much more genteel sport than politics, I can tell you. But I, I really believe that they want to do this. I know they want to do. They want to make it a mess. But what happened, I saw the end, and that's actually what got me into gear. Because I said, oh, wait a minute, I want it to happen, but I really didn't think about getting involved. When I saw the ad, I said, let's get involved and get it open. So that ad is one of the reasons I got it open, because I just wanted to show that this was, that that was such a dirty thing to do. And uh, when everyone, I was publicly on record, as you know, Clay, saying, you know, you guys ought to get to play. You said it on my show. That's why I saw those ads. My wife, who who doesn't even pay much attention to politics, she said, wait a minute, the president came on your show last month before the Big Ten and the Pac-12 shut down and said it would be a tragic mistake if they didn't play. And then they blamed you for the the games not being played. Absolutely. It's 100%. And tell your wife I appreciate her good memory because some people don't remember so well. Your wife has the memory. You probably don't remember it, and she does. It's the way you're married. Well, right? y- yeah, you know how marriage goes. She remembers that's everything what, I've ever that's done that's not happened. perfect. Uh, and by but the way, was, I wanted it to was say- such a bad, it was so egregious, and it was terrible. And because of that, I actually activated and and we got it done. So I'm very happy. A lot of people are really happy about it. I uh, I, I was going to tell you this last time when you came on, but uh, you came on in August, and my nine-year-old son, when I said, hey, you know, the president's going to come on Dad's radio show, I swear to God, uh, President Trump, the first thing he said was, wow, he knows Vince McMahon. I, 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 that was his reaction when the president's going to come on the radio show. That's He's funny. such a WWE fan, That's but his good. first reaction. Well, uh, so I you do can, know him. He's great. You Actually, sh- Vince is great. Yeah, you can share that with Vince, that the first thought from my nine-year-old. Um, when you uh, when you look, you, you mentioned uh, Joe Biden and, and the debate over Big Ten football and everything else. How excited are you? It, it's like a big sporting event for many people uh, right. on September 29th when the first debate happens. 
Are you prepping? How do you get ready? It's almost like a sporting event, right? Debate is considered in many schools to be a sport. How do you prep? Who's playing the role of Joe Biden in the White House? What's that experience like, and how is it different to be prepping as a president as opposed to a contender when you were doing it last time against Hillary? Well, I think in many ways it could be easier, but they'll make up stories like they did about Big Ten and other things, and, you know, they they can hit you with different kinds of things. But we've done so well. I mean, until this pandemic came in, we had the greatest economy in the history of our country, and now we're building it back to a point where we're going to have it again. All the states that you just mentioned had the best economy they've ever had last year. And now it's heading back to that again. You know, the stock market's doing great. A lot of things are doing great. And uh, we are and we have vaccines coming very shortly. I mean, literally in a matter of weeks, we're going to have vaccines coming. So I, I really think that uh, I think I think it would be a little bit easier. I think he, I can't tell you who's going to show up with Joe because I've seen him where he's grossly incompetent. And I've seen, seen him where he's sort of normal, like against Bernie. He debated normally. I don't know what he did, but he debated normally. But I've watched some of the other debates where he had the large number of Democrats. And I mean, he couldn't he couldn't put three words together. It was terrible. So I don't know. You know, I don't know who's going to show up. Do you? I saw where you said you would show up for Joe Rogan if he did a. He suggested a four-hour debate between you and Joe Biden. How do you think it would go if Joe Biden and you showed up for a four-hour debate with Joe Rogan? Well, it was sort of done in jest yes. and all, but I would. I mean, I think it's good. I, I think Joe has to be exposed, and we'll see. Look, with me, you know what you have, and we've done incredible deals with the, even Big Ten. I got Big Ten. No other president would have gotten involved in that, as an example. There's no other president, Clay, that would have. You understand that. They would have. Can you imagine uh, Obama wouldn't have done it, just wouldn't have done it, and uh, just is not in the makeup. And I tell you, can you imagine Biden doing it? He's, uh, he's a low-energy person. I used to call Jeb Bush low-energy, but... Uh, I mean, if you compare the two, Jeb is extraordinarily energetic compared to Sleepy Joe. So, you know, I mean, Joe's not going to be doing that kind of stuff. And it's sort of fun because, you know, I have this platform and it's it's sort of easy to do when you have you, we have this great platform. You're president of the United States. We hear that football all over these incredible states and all of the people that are affected by it, everybody, even in the stands, the people that work the stands, everybody, so many people, so many jobs, so many everything. And you have this platform and you go out and you use it and you use it for good. But I don't think a lot of people would do that. And I think a lot of people, if they did it, they wouldn't know how to do it. I think you're right, and it's it's crazy to me that you get criticized for getting football back, right? I mean, like some of the media out there, they're upset yeah. because you got it back. Uh, and this goes to my mom. I mentioned my, my wife earlier, but she said, hey, uh, make sure you tell the president this for me. So she's a big supporter. Um, and, uh, and she said the other day, you know, if President Trump went out in a boat uh, and, uh, and, you know, somebody's hat blew off and he stepped out of the boat, walked on water and picked up the hat and brought it back to the, to the fisherman. Uh, the New York times front page would say, uh, that Trump can't swim. So, uh, you know, it's funny kind of the way sometimes the media plays, like you bring football back and people are mad about it. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I have the vaccine is way ahead of schedule and now I'm being criticized on the vaccine. Because they're petrified that the vaccine comes in, you know, before the election. And, and I view it differently. I view it like we're going to save lives. It's a, you know, I think it's going to be a great vaccine and we're going to save lives. We have many great companies really close and probably have it. And they're in tests right now. But I'm being criticized for bringing it back too fast. 
And and one of the doctors said, you know, this is a crazy world politics. Everybody wanted to get a vaccine as fast as possible. President Trump gets it ready fast, and they're criticizing him, you know. It it's is good. wild. Do you expect the vaccine to be ready before the election by late October, Halloween it could, time? It could be. Uh, it will be right there. I mean, it's right in that vicinity, either before a little or just shortly after, which is years ahead of schedule. You know, if you look at uh, if you look at what was going on with vaccines, there was no chance. If you go back to another administration, and I'm not just talking about Obama. If you go back to another administration, Clay, there's no chance. This would have been two, three, four years because I've energized the FDA and we're approving things faster and safely. It's all, it has to be 100% safe. But I've energized the FDA, which would have taken two, three years, and we're going to have something in a matter of weeks. But it's amazing. This never happened until a few weeks ago when they started criticizing the whole concept of this vaccine only because I did it. If it wasn't me, if it was somebody else, they'd say, oh, this is unbelievable. The vaccine's going to be here so early. Uh, And it's people are very aware of what's going on. They see what's happening. This is all done by the Democrats. They're very upset that we've done such a good job with the vaccine. They're very upset that we've done such a great job with, like, the ventilators when you had no ventilators, and all of a sudden we started producing them. You know, we've done a good job with the COVID. This was given to us by China. Shouldn't have happened. Should have never happened. They stopped it from coming into China, but they let it go to the world. The whole world is suffering because of it. It's a disgrace. But we've done a great job. But the new thing is the vaccine, and they're very, very, they're very angry. And you should, they should be happy because we're talking about saving a lot of lives. But that's the world of politics, Clay. One of the world of politics that's crazy to me, speaking of the way that the media has covered the coronavirus in general, um, is they have praised Andrew Cuomo, who statistically has the worst death rate in the world, President Trump. I mean, that's not right. that's 100% true. He's writing a book about what a good job he did. You look at other states, Florida, Arizona, Texas, Republican governors, they've all done far better from a per capita perspective. And you would think that those guys have done awful jobs. All that matters is the difference between Republican and Democrat. I look at it like it's a scoreboard. Like, let's use yeah. data and actually use it. Like, it's wild to me that Andrew Cuomo is considered to be, like, the greatest governor in the history of mankind. When you look at his record, it's it's awful. Yeah, he had a hard time. He had a hard time. And, uh, I mean, I could tell you the story. I know the story better than anybody. I won't say it. But I'll tell you, he, he definitely had a hard time. A lot of people died, unfortunately. And uh, and one of the decisions, obviously, was the nursing home, which I think needs to get looked into. But that seems to be a huge part of this uh, is a huge majority of the deaths uh, in many countries are coming out of nursing homes and nearly 50 percent in the United States. And it's only 0.6 percent of the population. Right. We have uh, the nursing home. Look, it affects elderly people, especially if you have a heart problem or diabetes in particular, but other things, too. But it turned out that they're vulnerable. And young kids, if you have kids, I mean, it's incredible. Their immune system is stronger. Who would have thought? And the younger, the better. But they have statistics where a certain state had many thousands of deaths, thousands of deaths, and not one death under 18. Think of it. Not one. No, my three kids are all back in school, which is why I've been arguing we need sports, we need people back at work, and and all three of my kids are back in-person schooling, and I think that's important. Uh, Yeah, and thank you for helping to make that happen. Uh, Question for you, and this is a little bit interesting. I don't know uh, in the grand scheme of things. Kim Jong-un, there's been all sorts of questions about what's going on in North Korea. 
uh, and I'm curious what you think about his health. But also, word is that he is a big American sports fan, that he loved the Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman, sure. Michael Jordan. Have you ever talked with Kim Jong-un about the, the yes. 90s Bulls? And what did he say? What kind of conversation did you well, guys have? Well, he really does like Dennis Rodman, I will tell you. It's it's sort of great. I always said Dennis would be better than some of these stiffs that they used to send over to get to know him. And uh, they'd send these people over, and they uh, they went to Harvard, and they are uh, great students and great everything, but they had no chemistry whatsoever. He really did like Dennis Rodman. Dennis is a good guy, too. And I said... Uh, we should maybe use him instead of uh, somebody that graduated number one at Harvard. Maybe we should use Dennis. I thought about that. But we have I have a very good relationship with him. He does love basketball, and he really does like Dennis. Uh, and so I always thought, like, man, if you could just bring him over here to go meet Michael Jordan, like we might be able to get a, a, a great peace accord. I bet yeah. that's based on how much he loved the Bulls. Well, we've done well. We have a good relationship, and frankly, nothing's happened. If Hillary would have gotten in or – if you had a longer-term Obama, you would have been in a war with them as sure as you're sitting there. And uh, you would have had a war that uh, would have been a really bad one. A lot of nuclear weapons, a lot of bad things would have happened. And uh, we're right now just, hey, whatever happened to that war, right? And I have a relationship. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not saying we did a great thing the other day with uh, Israel, with Israel and Bahrain, you saw in UAE, yes. and that's just the beginning. We have a lot of other countries that want to sign into that. You'll end up in peace in the Middle East, and people are – even the New York Times is giving that one rave reviews, which is shocking. They said Absolutely. if you move the, the embassy to Jerusalem, everything would fall apart. Yeah. Instead, the it seems like it might, it might yeah. actually have helped in a major way, which is a that's counterintuitive. Right. Um, uh, last couple of questions for you here. Did you watch Tom Brady at all play with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I did. I watched, uh, but football's way down, uh, ratings-wise, yep. way down, because people are not going to stand for this stuff anymore where, where they're not respecting our flag and our national anthem. They're just not going to stand for it. Ratings were way down. I did watch Tom, and uh, I like Tom a lot, and uh, I think he'll be fine. It, it was, you know, I guess it was a break-in game. The other team's a good team, good quarterback, uh, and uh, it was an interesting game. What did you think? I don't, I, you know, I, I think the big debate, it's like a divorce, right? Belichick and, and Brady and which yeah. one's going to have a better post-divorce life. Right. And I liked the way that Cam played for the Patriots and Belichick. Right. And like, if you were buying stock in Belichick right now or in Brady right now for this season, which one do you think is the better buy? Well, they're friends of mine, but I will tell you this. He's some coach. He's a very yeah. good friend of mine and he's tough and he endorsed me. And, you know, he endorsed me the first time too. And he said, uh, I mean, you know, some people don't want to get involved, okay? They just don't. He doesn't care. He couldn't care less. He wants to do whatever's right. He's a tough guy. And uh, and he's just a great coach. He's. I, I remember when he said the, the field goal against Atlanta, go for the field goal. They were getting killed. They had a chance for a touchdown or a field goal. And he kicked the field goal. And what was the score, like 27-3? to 28-3 they were down, yeah. Yeah, and he kicks a field goal. And I said, geez, that's not a good decision. It tended up to be a perfect decision because they ended up what tied and then they ended up winning the game if he doesn't have that field goal. Now, maybe they would have made a touchdown. You know, who knows what happens. But there's a case where you would have said that's too conservative, right? And uh, But he is a great coach. I've watched him win games that other coaches just wouldn't win. But he's a great guy, too. 
No doubt. Last question for you. Does it seem as crazy to you as it does to many people in my audience that for high school football in particular, you've helped to get the Big Ten back. We may end up with Pac-12 playing Mountain West. Other conferences could be coming back. But if you look at the data in different states for high school kids, whether they have a Democrat governor or a Republican governor in many respects seems to be deciding whether high school kids should be able to play football or sports in the fall in general. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports regardless of whether the governor is a Democrat or Republican? Well, it's too bad it has to be that way. But if you look at these states with high crime, they're run by Democrats. You look at the cities with high crime, they're run by Democrats. The Democrats, I'll tell you what, they're philosophies are not working too well and certainly their philosophies on law and order are working very badly you look at all of the places that have problems uh, uh you know portland look at that it's run by these radical left democrats it's a disaster we go in i could fix that up in a half an hour we'll send in the national guard they have to ask us it has to be requested but but all of these places are run by liberal democrats and so, I don't know. It's sort of, it should be easy. We're going to find out whether or not people agree with me. Last question. Did you tell my producer, Danny G, that he deserved a raise when you called last time? Absolutely. I said, you got the president. But you really do. You have a, a great show, and he's a nice guy. But I said, you got the president on the phone. You deserve a raise. I haven't done too many of these calls lately. Uh, I appreciate it, sir. We'd love to have you back on anytime you want to come on. Keep doing good work, and thanks well, for thank the work you, you did for the Big Ten. Thank you very much, Clay. Everyone have a good time. Thank you. That is the President of the United States, Donald Trump. I'm Clay Travis. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!